Welcome to the Radiant Life Podcast. I am your host, Tatiana Kuto, and I am a master mindset coach, and I'm obsessed with empowering you to live and create your best life possible. If you're looking to uplevel your mindset, life, happiness, and success, then you are in the right place. My goal with this podcast is to help you see the potential within yourself, to be able to break the limiting beliefs and habits that are holding you back, and to help you feel inspired to get clear with who you are in order to create the life you desire. Thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome to the Radiant Life Podcast. I am currently sitting in my kitchen in Costa Rica and it is an outdoor kitchen, so no screens, no windows. And I don't know if you guys are going to hear a lot of noises. There's some birds chirping. We got some howler monkeys that to kind of come through sometimes and howl at any noises. <laughs> so bear with me today's episode. It's definitely a different recording setup. I've got this lighter thing right next to me to try to give smoke off to keep the mosquitoes away. I've got my bug spray right next to me. So we're, we're just making do with what I have. And it's been such an amazing week so far here in Costa Rica. I'm definitely living <laughs> my radiant life. Definitely been learning lessons. And stay tuned for a future episode. I will share a list of all the lessons that I've experienced living here. And it's already been one week and I've had like six. Some of them are hilarious. So just stay tuned. But for today's episode, I wanted to give you some more information, dive deep into some things that I learned during my NLP week two training that I had, what was that, a week or two ago? And so if you are new here to the episode podcast, excuse me, welcome. I'm excited to have you here and I love to talk about mindset and the unconscious mind because the unconscious mind is where we can make so many changes and I learned a lot when I was in NLP. So today I'm going to be sharing with you the prime directives, the prime res- prime responsibilities of the unconscious mind and future episodes to come going deeper into it, how we can really train our unconscious mind to work for us on a whole other level and really make the changes. But right now, just giving you a list of what are the responsibilities, what are the prime directives, and then I'm going to end it with, at, by the end of the episode, just having three things, wrapping it up that are tangible that you can use going forward to be more in control and more aware of your unconscious mind and what it's, you know, working for you. So we, I I really, I have a bird chirping here. Of course it happens to start chirping on and on as I'm recording. So please forgive me if you can hear that. And if you don't, awesome, let's keep it going. So I was in um, my second week of my master practitioner training of NLP, and for those of you who are new, that is neuro-linguistics programming. That is essentially the language of the unconscious mind. And my week two training, we dove into MER, and what MER is, is mental and emotional release. And it was so fascinating. My experience was absolutely crazy. We were able to learn more about the unconscious mind, as well as I got to experience my own mental and emotional release breakthrough session and conduct one. And so essentially, really brief what MER is, it's um, it's an alternative therapeutic process working with the unconscious mind where we can release emotional baggage, release negative emotions, release limiting beliefs, anxiety, PTSD, phobias, depression, because it's all stored within the unconscious mind. And so I learned, oh, there's a really big bug. I learned, (laughs) yeah, I don't edit this podcast. You guys are just, hopefully you're just having a cup of coffee or driving and laughing with me if I have some bugs flying in here. Um, But I do, I, we learned so many things 
deeper into the unconscious mind and learning more about mine, learning more about my baggage, things that I personally was working through as I went through my own session. And I also learned about hypnosis, which I will save for another episode. But wow, it has been a lot. And so I want to share with you guys really here. And if you're ever interested in learning more about MER and a breakthrough session and having one, because we all have baggage, we all have areas of our life that we can improve, whether that's relationships, family, health and fitness, career and business, something that may be holding you back. Well, these breakthrough sessions are powerful. Like I can't, I can't even put it into words how transformational you will feel after it's about a six to eight hour session. So if you are interested, you can go ahead obviously and apply with a link in the show notes or send me an email below and I would love to connect with you and see if this would be a good fit for you. All right, let's dive in. So the unconscious mind has so many responsibilities. And if you don't know, you know, we have our subconscious and our we have our conscious mind and our subconscious. And I do, I probably will use subconscious and unconscious intertwinely, but they're essentially the same thing. So we have our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. And I want to break it up and share some of what I've learned with you so you can become more aware of how your brain works and why you act and think and feel the way you do and really what the unconscious mind, what responsibilities it really has. So let's just dive into it. I have about a list here of just things that I want to go over with you and explain. So let's just start off with the subconscious mind. The first thing is that it stores and organizes all of our memories. Think about your subconscious mind of having like a filing cabinet when maybe you're thinking about that memory when you were eight and you fell off your bike or something your teacher told you. And like what I think about now when I'm trying to recall a memory is I pretend my mind is just, you know, searching through a filing cabinet through all these memories. It stores it all. So our subconscious mind is taking in 2 million bits per second. Think about that. 2 million bits per second where our conscious mind can only really process and gather 126 bits per second. So that rests, all I don't know, the math of a million is filtering out what you're currently experiencing and it's going to delete it, distort it, or generalize it. And so that's a lot. So that, I'm getting ahead of myself. So anyways, your mind, your subconscious mind is constantly working and it's always storing and organizing all of our memories. And it, you know, it is broken down into in relationship to time to non-relationship into time, but that's not important. I want you to know that your subconscious mind stores and organizes all of your memories. It also makes associations with similar experiences, ideas, things, and it can learn very, very quickly. So that's why, you know, you're like, oh, this kind of feels familiar because you experienced something else before. It just makes associations to similar things. It also represses memories with unresolved negative emotion. So say you went through a traumatizing thing, whether it's severely traumatizing or, you know, your boyfriend broke up with you when you were in middle school, right? Um, Sometimes, the reason why we can't recall all these memories is because if they, if we did not work through, if we did not heal, if we did not process those negative emotions, it's going to repress those memories and oh no, there's thunder. Let's hope I can finish this episode before it torrential downpours because you might, you won't hear me here. Um, <laughs> I hope you guys are enjoying this episode. I'm keeping it raw and real. Um, what else does it do? The fourth thing, it presents repressed memories for resolution. So this is why you may be fine. You're having a great day and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I just feel emotional. I just need to cry. 
That's because your subconscious mind knows when it's time to bring something up. Maybe you don't even know the reason why you're getting emotional, but those emotions are meant to be felt and released because when you feel, you heal and you let go. And it doesn't always, you don't always need to be like, why am I crying? It's learning to trust your unconscious mind that it's time to let go and feel those emotions and let go of them. So maybe you did experience a you know, traumatizing event and maybe your subconscious mind is repressing that memory because you didn't resolve those negative emotions in the past, like I just said prior. But it need, it's giving you the opportunity to release it even if you don't know why, right? Because maybe it doesn't want you to think about that memory or relive it because maybe it was really traumatizing. We, we all have trauma. There's big T, little t. Even a breakup is trauma. So at the end of the day, when you feel those emotions, a huge thing you can do is really being like, okay, cool. Thank you for presenting the opportunity to bringing up some of my emotions that I'm currently experiencing. I'm just going to feel it with no judgment, without labeling, without having to figure out why I'm feeling the way I feel, whether it's crying or anger. Just feel it and then allow that to release it because emotions are just energy in motion and we're made up of energy. And when we aren't feeling this energy, this these emotions, it's just getting trapped into our body and that can manifest into diseases or pain or injury, whatnot. So feel those emotions because it's going to present those opportunities from those repressed memories for resolution, which means you just feeling those emotions. It also, which is like so crazy because you have these different stages, but it also may keep the repressed emotions repressed for protection. It wants to keep us safe. So you can repress the emotion and sometimes not the memory. You might have that memory, but then you're like, well, I'm not fully emotionally charged to it, right? Maybe that's because you worked through it or maybe that's because you have kind of become numb to it. These are just different things that the unconscious mind does. It does it all. Going into our next one is it runs the body. You know, we have our two central nervous systems, our parasympathetic, which means like when you're at peace and you're calm and you're sympathetic, which is our fight or flight. And that is the same when you are stressed out over work or if you're running from a bear, like it's triggering that sympathetic nervous system when you are in fear and you're at that flight or flight. And within that, the subconscious mind is con co constantly running our body. How You don't have to think about breathing. You're just breathing. You don't have to think about your heart beating when you're going to bed, when you're going on a run, your body is just doing this. Your subconscious mind is like the machine that runs our bodies day in and day out. So we need to like appreciate it, right? It does so much for us. It preserves the body. It runs the body. And it is the domain of all of the emotions that we experience. And there's different things that, like I just said, that it can repress memories or it can repress emotion or bring it up for resolution. It really just depends on the work you're doing, how open you are to feeling and releasing or do you repress the emotions and repressing the memories based on how traumatizing it is. It does so much. It does so much. Um, what else? It is a highly moral being. So this is like the morals, the values that you were taught and accepted. This is related to our values that you have accepted growing up. Maybe that's based on what, oh, what your teacher thought, how your parents thought you should act. Like, right, this it's just like a store of all of these values that you chose to accept. Maybe there's some that people told you, but you didn't accept them, right? And this is why you act the way you are and you have the beliefs and the values that you do because they are the ones that you accepted. Your subconscious mind also loves serving and it needs clear 
orders to follow internally and externally. And I forget what episode number it is, but I think I believe I called it train your brain where it's meant to follow our orders, right? It does everything for us, but it needs clear orders. And so when you tell yourself you're going to do something and you don't do it, you're, you're essentially breaking the trust with your subconscious mind and you're not doing what you say you're going to do. So how can you fix that? And so that episode goes really more deeper into it. Um, but it needs clear orders to follow. And it wants to follow the orders, but you need to make sure you're following through with what you're going to say you're going to do. It is also the hub that controls and maintains all of your perceptions. You know, we all have different models of the world. We all have different experiences, beliefs that allow us to see the world and experiences through a different filter, right? And so this is the the hub where it stores all of our different perceptions, whether we've kept the same perception of the same situation, the same person our entire life, or we changed it, it's going to store it all. It is the place where it generates and stores and distributes and transmits all energy. Like I said prior, we are all made up of energy, right? And this is why we're able to move our bodies and do everything. We're all just energy. And this, again, is the hub. I feel like some of this is getting a little repeated, but I really want to say it in different terms for you guys to understand like how much our subconscious mind does. And maybe if you're listening right now, you're like, whoa, it does a lot. Yeah, it does a lot. <laughs> um. It maintains instincts and generates habits. And to install a new habit, it needs repetition. So your unconscious mind needs repetition, one, but this is the the center of your behavior, your thoughts, your habits. So that's why when I do work with clients, we are working on an unconscious, subconscious level because that's where the habits and behaviors are, not on the consciousness, right? Like that's why you say, I'm going to go eat healthy and work out at the gym on Monday, but then you don't do it because that's not a habit that you've been able to install in your subconscious mind. And at the end of the episode, I'll explain how to kind of get that a little bit into your subconscious mind to be able to break those patterns, to be able to serve you. Your subconscious mind is also programmed to continually seek more and more. We're humans. And I think this is a big misconception because a lot of people believe that like when you reach a goal, you know, we want more and then people feel guilty like, oh, I feel like I'm never satisfied. No, let's let's reframe that perspective here. We're humans and we're meant to seek more because we're meant to be here to grow and evolve. And we're, there's always more to discover and our subconscious mind knows that. The problem is, is people who do not celebrate when they achieve something you know, it's great to achieve a goal, celebrate it, and then focus on what's next and being content and satisfied and proud of where you're at when you reach that goal versus being like, oh, I'm not there yet. You know what? I wanted that goal, but I'm not good enough until I get to that next one. That's where the issues come into play. But it's normal for our subconscious mind to want to seek more and because there, there's so much to discover. Oh, there's some birdies chirping. A few other things is that your subconscious mind takes everything personally, everything. This is where the basis of perception is projection comes to play. And so this is why I tell everyone, I tell my clients, I have an episode on how to end negative self-talk. It doesn't matter if you say something to yourself as a joke, like, oh, you're so stupid, like whatever it is, even if you're a jokester, your subconscious mind takes everything seriously. And it's impersonally. So it's really important to be 
aware of how you are speaking to yourself. Speak to yourself with words of positivity, empowerment versus beating yourself down. We don't have, we don't have time for that. No, 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 no. It also works on the principle of least effort. So it's always looking for the path of least resistance, which is sometimes not always the best thing because we need to sometimes feel that resistance and go through a path that, I mean, it, you can see it in different ways because if you're in flow, it's just going to happen and it's going to just take the least path of least resistance. But sometimes the path of least resistance is like avoiding what you really need to go through, right? Of feeling that emotion, doing that inner work. So you can kind of see it in two different ways. And finally, it does not process negatives. So that's why when I tell my clients and I tell you guys, like the power of your word is so big, is that like I, when you say not or don't, it doesn't process that. So I don't want to be late. Your subconscious mind hears, oh, late. Okay, we're going to be late. It doesn't hear the don't, right? I, I am not I'm trying to think of a few other examples on top of my head, but it, it does not, that's why when you want to speak affirmations, you want to be like, I am this versus I am not, right? Like I am not binge eating. It's just going to say like, I am binge eating, right? So take away the no, nots, take away the don'ts, because again, your subconscious mind listens to orders, but it needs specific orders and it does not understand the difference between not and don't. Okay. Does that make sense? I know I just like, word vomited so much to you. Maybe you have to like sit here and be like, whoa, my brain is fried. I did not know this. Or maybe you did. But I want to bring this all together and bring it into three main components so you can really understand the main concept because a lot of them are very similar. A lot of them are very uh, repetitive in different ways. So let's bring this all together so you make you can be more aware and have it be more tangible for you going forward after this episode. So at the end of the day, you're unconscious, subconscious mind rules you. It rules your behaviors, your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings. It is a key place where you want to focus on when you want to make a change. You want to do the work on the unconscious mind because of this. So this is why I work with the unconscious mind with my clients and why every single one of them have had phenomenal results because we've been able to break the ba- the habits, the break the patterns, feel the emotions and the feelings and rewire their thoughts on a subconscious unconscious level and that's where change can be done. And again, like this is what I do with my one-on-one clients, this is what I do in my group program at this if you are interested in breaking a habit actually reaching your goals and not having weight loss be your new year's goals every year being able to attract more money in your business because you don't have business problems you have life problems that are bleeding into your business it's time to work on your unconscious mind and so if you're interested again you can apply with the link in the sub notes or send me an email as well if you're interested in those breakthrough sessions but it's so true we're working with the unconscious mind so breaking it into three tangible things your subconscious mind needs repetition to make a change So this can be done through affirmations. And I believe there's an episode on this. This is what I have my clients do. I do it. These are things that you can tell yourself every single day. I am confident. And if you aren't there yet, you can say, I am becoming. I am working on becoming more confident or becoming more decisive with my decisions. I am working on my health, right? Affirmations. But the one important key with affirmations, and I highly recommend going listen to that episode, scroll down a little bit. Um, is you have to say that statement, that belief, and you need to make sure there is a feeling attached to it. You want to believe it and feel it. What is it? What do you? What will it feel like to have that confidence? And allowing yourself to speak with that feeling 
because your subconscious mind does not know the difference between reality and what you tell it. So with that repetition, if you tell yourself who you are, who you're becoming, what you're trying to achieve, you will achieve that. And that is how the power of law of attraction and manifestation works with your, with your subconscious mind. You can record yourself and you can listen to it. You can go to bed listening to your affirmations or in the car. Repetition will be key for you. Another thing that you can get into, which is what I've learned to be certified in now, is hypnosis. And oh man, I was obsessed with hypnosis because hypnosis allows you to get into the 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 theta brave length state where which allows you to kind of eliminate that barrier between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind and be able to put in suggestions and beliefs and habits and again you want to do this on a repetition thing uh, in a re- repetitive way um, but it's the fastest way to break that critical faculty that bridge between the subconscious and the conscious mind so hypnosis is such a powerful tool to be able to break that bridge down, take it down from the conscious and the subconscious mind. And it's so powerful. And a lot of people have misconceptions on hypnosis because they've seen those those shows. That's not how it is. I'll make an episode on that one day. Um, but those are great things. It needs repetition. The second thing is it's always soaking in things. It picks up on everything. So remember how I told you that it has 2.1 million bits per second that is being absorbed and being stored and organized in your mind, yet your conscious mind is only able to really fathom and process the 126 bits per second. And the difference between that 2 million and that 126 is that it either gets deleted, distorted, or generalizes, right? So breaking it down more simple, this is the, the importance, the why It is so crucial to become aware of what you are consuming on the TV, the music you're listening to, the people you hang out with, your environment, because your subconscious mind is picking up everything. This is why I do not watch the news. I do not want to be in a state of fear that is is getting my body into that sympathetic nervous system, that flight or flight. I don't need to be there. We don't need to be there. This is why I'm been a lot more cautious and aware of the music I am listening to. You know that song like, I am young, dumb, and broke? I don't know what rapper sings it. What do you think you're telling your subconscious mind? What do you think you're going to attract? Attract opportunities of abundance and money flowing to you? Or that you're young, dumb, and broke? You are not dumb. You are not broke. But you're telling your subconscious mind that. It takes everything personally. doesn't know the difference between reality and what you tell it. So what's going to happen, right? So become aware of what you're picking up on. If you're trying to be more positive and empowering and you're hanging out with people who are negative and putting yourself down, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. So again, it's soaking up everything. And this leads me into that. This third main concept that I really want you guys to take into today is it takes everything personally. So I want you to take a second and ask yourself, how are you speaking to yourself? Is it negative? Is it positive? Are you kidding? Even if you're kidding, it takes it personally, right? What stories and beliefs are you telling yourself over and over again? How can you break that story? How can you make a change? Instead of telling yourself you're not good enough for school, how can you change that? Instead of telling yourself the stories that, you know, you're not worthy of love, how can you change the stories and beliefs? to empower yourself to make a change, to train your subconscious mind to start working for you. And I just want to say this is the work I have done for years. 2017, I believe, is really when I got started into it. I didn't understand 
what I was doing on a scientific subconscious level, but I was doing the affirmations. I was trying to become aware of my thoughts and my beliefs and my stories and choosing to make a difference. And I was journaling through them to change it. I started, stopped watching that much TV. I started to pay attention to the music I was listening to. I started listening to podcasts. I started surrounding myself with things that were uplifting, that were positive. I did my affirmations. I did my journaling. I did meditation. I got into hypnosis a couple years later. Like I was doing this naturally, which is so crazy, which is probably why I love what I'm doing, but it's truly made the biggest impact in my life because if you're new here, there's an episode on my life. I forget what episode it is. I'm going to, sorry guys, I should probably know the episodes, but I used to be so negative. I used to be so depressed. I used to hate myself. I used to hate my body and I was in a negative state. And of course I was going to continue to attract negative things because that's all I was focused on and I was getting nowhere and I was unhappy. But once I started to train my brain, things totally shifted. And when you can become aware of how your subconscious mind works, when you can become aware of the things that you are doing on a conscious level and trying to dig deeper into like, okay, how can I change this? The repetition, being aware of what you're surrounding yourself with, being aware of how you speak to yourself. That's when you make changes on the unconscious. That's when you can make changes with your behavior and your thoughts and your habits. Sound good? I know this is a long episode. I know I just talked a lot and a lot of these concepts you may have heard, maybe you haven't. And maybe this was just really eye-opening for you and I hope it is something that you enjoyed. Thank you for being patient with me. Hopefully there wasn't too many noises and birds chirping in the background, but I just wanted to share this and we'll go deeper into it. So stay tuned for episodes to come. If you found value in this, I would love for you to submit an Apple iTunes review. This allows me to go raise my ratings on the charts to be able to reach more people. If someone needs to hear this, you can send it to them as well. And if you do submit a review on iTunes, please make sure to take a screenshot and send it to my email that is in the description box below. And I will send you a manifestation meditation as a thank you. Well, thank you guys so, so much for listening. I appreciate you all. I hope you are having an amazing day. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with me and write an Apple iTunes review so I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't following me already, you can find me on Instagram at Tatiana underscore Kuto. I appreciate you so much and cannot wait to see you in the next episode. In the meantime, continue to shine bright and embrace your radiance.